Let's get going. Let's get the show on the road. Well, hello there and welcome back to Cultivating Culture. We are so excited that you're joining us. Hey, Oli, how are you doing, brother? Hey, man. I'm um, doing well, bro. Doing well. And good, good. Uh, how are you feeling? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Eh? Second day of spring, as I'm saying it. But uh, the next two days are going to be pouring with rain. But uh, uh, Pretty... Um Pretty standard weekend in Cape Town yeah, lately. Yeah. Um, but doesn't spring start on the 23rd of September? Or uh, a bit later? I, I don't know. Eh? There's a lot of things I, going yeah, around. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, according to Instagram. As soon as you hit September, everyone's like, <laughs> true, yo, true. Spring, spring, you know, yeah, flowers, exactly, pictures exactly. of like lilies and the stuff socials. like that. Yeah. The socials. Yeah. 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 Oh, there's a new social now. Have you, have you seen it? It's, um, no. it's called Be Real. Oh, wow. Be okay. Real. Yeah. So no, no, no. Um, you, it notifies you when to post photo and what it does is that it takes whilst you're taking a photo okay um of like something in front of you it takes a photo of your face as well using the selfie camera so it's 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 like intriguing a, yeah, yeah yeah okay it's, is that it, an app called be it's real it's an app okay. called be real okay um Never and it's a it. social app yeah yeah but you have to is be real with, first um, is it linked with the metaverse or <laughs> You never know. You never know. I think okay. this one is probably um, developed by Tesla or something. <laughs> okay. Heavy, heavy names there. Oh, bro. All right. Um, no, I haven't, yeah. I haven't heard of that. But um, it's, it's a thing. It's a thing. Okay. So what's your what's your um, what's your weekend like? Ah, uh, yeah. It's it's looking good. It's looking good. Um, Liverpool's been. Um, Doing yes, well. true. Yeah. True. So you guys um, scraped the result. Yeah, there. we did. It's questionable <laughs> it, 98th minutes after that five minutes at ooh, a time. Ooh. Okay. It feels um, like we're going back to like you know the old Liverpool pre 2020. Hundred percent. It was all the last minute goals. Hundred yeah. percent. It was that 2020 was, season was a good season for you it guys. It was a good though. season. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I mean, it brought back the um, the Premier League into um, into Anfield. So after 30 years of waiting. What did um I think Henderson said um what did he prefer league or Champions League? Oh, definitely league. Okay. Definitely league is a okay. big one. If okay. it's if it and for an English team, league is a big one. You're playing to win the league. No, hundred percent. It doesn't doesn't matter what team you are. Um, I'm I'm not gonna mention a lot of teams, but um, it doesn't matter if you're Southampton. You want? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm <laughs> here for the spice. I'm you, here you, for the spice. Uh, you you, you, you want to win the league? It doesn't I mean, matter if you're United. Why are you taking shots at your youth league, though? That's <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That um, is so true. Yeah, anyways. Shout out to them, man. Uh, um, the big verge comes from there. Money. Exactly, bro. Yeah, right. shout out to them. Yeah, Actually, you know what? Uh, yeah. Let's talk about United. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to attach your subject at the moment. Ten Hag like, oh, at United. Um, doing some good things. But yeah, anyways. Oli, your, your side? How's the weekend um, looking like? My side, weekend, uh, very relaxed. I'll grab a batch somewhere. Ooh, nice, um, nice. A batch being a very tea-like coffee. Yes. Um, in a very brief explanation for yes. everyone. But um. Um, yeah, very chilled, bro. I That's think good. Uh, maybe I'll take a walk somewhere. Um, the local promenade, you know, yes. as Cape Townians do. Yes, it's uh, it's just quintessential weekend in Cape Town. It's like what promenades do you do? everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 um, I love how people who don't have like the actual promenade. Yeah. Still call places other places a promenade. Oh yeah. Like, Technically, it's correct. Yeah. But. In Cape Town, when you say promenade, it's, it's, I'm like, yeah, it's C are point. You, exactly, yeah. exactly. Are you talking about the word C point? Or, anyways, yeah. Um, besides yeah. the point. Yeah. Um, what's on the docket today, Jezza? Oh, Mandela's legacy. Oh, bro. A bit of a... It's, it's a, bit a of good a, one. Yeah, a bit of a, a questionable one. one these days, eh? Mandela's legacy. Yeah. Um, what are we here for it? 100%. I think... Um, I'll start off by saying this. In a, in a poll by BBC, Nelson Mandela was selected as the 20th century greatest leader. Um, it gets better. Let's go. The decade after this, his triumphant release, um, so the decade after his triumphant release, sorry, he's doing negotiations with the National Party, right? And so this is the NP, um, pre, yeah, or, or beginning of 90s um, yeah. to mid 90s, essentially. And around that time, something tragic happens. Chris Honey, uh, his comrade, um, in um, in fighting amongst um, many others, actually, in that time, um, in the fight that was called the Liberation Movement. Um, he gets murdered, and the history books say that South Africa at that point was on the brink of a civil war. Ooh. Now, there's been movies made about this. Yes. There's been... Um, 
cultural moments talked at length on about this. Um, now, Jeremiah, there's a lot to unpack here. I think um, yeah. I want us to stick with the timeline, you know, somewhat and uh, attempt at least to have this conversation in a very structured way. Yeah. Um, now, Jerry, tell us, bro, like when you think of the idea of legacy, you know, I know we're speaking about Umadiba, as they yes. say in Costa. Yes. But when yes. you think of the idea of legacy, um, what comes to mind for you? So not not uh, not Madiba's legacy. Oh, just not, inter- not not just not quite yet. Not quite yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, legacy. If if um, correct me if I'm wrong, but the word legacy, if you look in Oxford dictionary, um, it's um, it's it's somehow described as or um, defined as um, the amount of money or um, something you live leave. Sorry, mm-hmm. in a will for your children. That's what legacy is. Yeah, yeah. But legacy, um, for me, is defined as something else. It's um, it's it's how you um, it's how much love you leave your family with. How much um, how much almost I don't know if this makes sense, but stickiness mm. you leave your family in mm. um, because you can leave a legacy of um, separation. Just your family is not there, you know. Um, or you can leave a legacy of um, a very good bond between family good, members bro. instead of i think you can look a lot um you can look a lot at like money and all these things which i think i think it's a good thing to leave your family with if you're going to leave leave your family with some you know some good stuff you know <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, so, um, like a trust or something i don't know like work hard and get that stuff i mean that's what we all trying to work towards you know um but i think even more important than that i think is leaving your family with a good um, uh, yeah, relational um, relational currency. Relational currency. Yeah. That's the word, yeah, Ollie. Yeah. Um, and integrity and mm. all these things, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and on your side, I think. Um, yeah, I love that. I love what you said. Yeah. Uh, I think when it comes to legacy, there's many thoughts and terms and, and names that come to mind. But I would say, um, essentially, simply, it's what you leave behind. You know. Yeah. Um, and there's this idea that human beings always want their name to be remembered, you know? Um, there's Alexander the Great. Yeah. There's a whole stoicism kind of, or, or yeah. Greek mythology. There's that whole place and, yeah. you know, um, kind of history. And there's names, there's people who've done great things. And for good reason, we've remembered their name, you know? And so legacy-wise, yeah. um, it comes with people remembering a name for a good reason. And... Um, it being tangible, what you've left behind, you know? Yeah. So, yes, in a way, money is tangible. Relational currency is not as tangible, but, I mean, it helps, you know. You, can, you can't really see it, but you can feel it, you know? Yeah. And so I'd say, yeah, uh, fundamentally, of course, you want to uh, leave your family and your name um, in a better place. And yeah. you want people to um, resonate with your whatever surname. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you're African, if you're Nguni, your clan yeah. name, you know, um, yeah. tribe name, whatever it is. And yeah. so I think, yeah, I, I think I love what you said. Um, having um, a good um, relational currency is, yeah. is definitely imperative. And, and I think ever since three years ago, two years ago, you know, mm. um, when things mm, kind of took a standstill, yeah. everyone was like, okay, well, le- relationships are going to have to, you know, like help us in, in, in this corner that we find ourselves yeah. in. So yeah, so, yeah not to... Um, not to be a broken record, but I, I fully agree with you, bro. Yeah. Um, now, the EFF leader, um, Julius Malemo, you might know, or you might not know him. <laughs> his name speaks for itself. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of names, um, he said that Mandela, after his prison sentence, um, and the Mandela before his prison sentence, were two different people in approach and also in perspective. Interesting. Right. Yeah. Um, now you might ask what made him say that um, some individuals are of the, th- of the thought here and there that he was seeking international approval and um, what do I mean um, or put in another, in another way making sure that South Africans who were disadvantaged meaning South Africans who were um, at that stage who didn't have access to education yeah. and were just living in rural areas and yeah. townships and, and all um, these kind of realities making sure that they are left in a better position than what uh, the position was before, right? Or allegedly, that's the claim. And that's kind of like what we're talking about. That's what's on the um, um, cards here today. Yeah. Um, now, there's many, our problems are many yeah. you know, in South Africa. You know, um, uh, I'm, not sure if you, I'm not sure if you remember the, the, the speech by, who was the previous um, DA leader again? 
Um, Musi. Musi, Musi Mamani. Mamani. When, um, this was 2018 or 2017 when Jacob Zuma was still president, president and yeah. he was basically, remember that speech of like, you're a broken president yeah, presiding over broken people, yeah, yeah. et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Et cetera. Was, I yeah. mean, it's most famous, I think. Yeah, exactly. Speech, yeah, 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 insane, yeah. insane. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, there's many things to kind of... Um, kind of isolate you yeah, and have this conversation in a very clear way. Um, but I say all what I've said um, to say that it's an interesting indictment that, Mande- uh, that Malema has, sorry, on Mandela, of saying that before pre-negotiations Mandela um, and him being a leader with, you know, um, all of his associates still alive, like the honeys of the world, like, you know, um, and after were, were two different approaches and perspectives he's claiming. And so... Um, I mean, I was not really, I was probably barely born then. Um, if I was alive at all, I actually wasn't alive. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, long story short is I think I said it all to say that people are of the opinion that there's something about those negotiations that took South Africa in a, a, re, a regressive kind of momentum lane, um, um, trajectory and we find ourselves where we're I'm just going to say it feels like 30 years later yeah. you know um, and it's hard to, to, to find um, a silver lining it's hard to find like how are we in a better state than then you know yeah um, and so these are all things these are all like statements claims um, indictments that are passed on someone who's no longer with us unfortunately you know yeah yeah Just, uh, I think his name was Roli Flashla yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, bro. Like, what, what would you like? What would you say in your understanding of South African politics? In you being in this country for a while, in you, um, yeah, briefly knowing the character of the likes of Malema and 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 it's interesting because the world is, as I said earlier, you know, the world is like kind of put him as this mm. leader who is. You know, who's like, it's like a symbol of freedom yeah. in essence, you know? Yeah. It's quite an angelic figure, you know? Yeah, no, he um, is, he is, yeah. And so it's interesting when, like, when, when, a, when um, a leader, a public figure kind of propels themselves or the yeah. world propels him into yeah. that space, you know, then it's almost like you can't really question his, like, greatness, right? Yeah, um, and his past as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, but we live in, 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 in the Living thereafter in that, of what yeah. he did, you know? Yeah. And so what are your thoughts? Around the, that, around Mandela specifically, um, around what, yeah, exactly, what you learned about him and everything. Yeah, I think it's interesting because I've got two different views of Mandela. Um, coming from Zambia, of course, we learned um, about our first um, independent president. Mm. Um, his name is Kenneth Kaunda. Um, and in the history books, there's a lot of um, Mandela mentioned. Um, there's a lot of Mandela mentioned that he sometimes came to seek refuge in Zambia and uh, that time um, northern Rhodesia and um, southern Rhodesia which is that's so interesting which is Zimbabwe yeah um, like exile in a way yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean we know we all know of the famous um, BBC interview um, with him in Zimbabwe I think it was uh, Mandela uh, I think this is pre um, him going to prison. Um, so like I've got two different views of who Mandela is. Um, but the legacy of course speaks for itself, you know, um, going to prison, coming back, coming out a different person, Mm. um, which is, which is so counter what you would think Mm. would happen, you know? Um, but we learned about a very, very aggressive, very like brutal, very like, um, very focused and driven like Mandela who was anti-apartheid very that and then I come to South Africa of course growing up here and now learning about um post-1994 post 19, yeah Mandela and it's it's of course yeah I think um yeah, it's it's interesting. I think from an let me speak from an outsider's point of view um it's it's the, the way Mandela is painted as, or that's the wrong, that's a very wrong word to use, but the way he's portrayed as yeah, in, in the yeah, world yeah. is, um, is very much like the, the hero of South Africa. The, and he is. Yeah. yeah and he is. And almost yeah. like, um, almost like 
almost like a semi-god <laughs> or yeah, like he's sure. there, you know? Um, so yeah, it's, it's interesting. So mm. when you ask me that question, I'm like, I'm almost in two. I'm like, I don't know. I really don't know who, who Mandela was, but I feel like I also do. Yeah. Um, but I have yeah, to like, so good. yeah. Starting yeah. from like, I mean, yeah. I mean, coming from Zambia, learning to like the different history of who he was, um, of course, with our like first independent president and then Mandela coming out of prison being Mandela. And yeah, I think the, the thing that surprises a lot of um, African countries, and I, I use the word surprise because it was a big thing, is the forgiveness that, mm. that Mandela showed to um, the Africana yeah. people yeah. in South Africa. That was almost very unorthodox for us. It was like, whoa. Okay. So, yeah. So good. So good. Um, yeah. And also, like, um, interesting of, um, of you to, to share about just how... I guess how history looks like from uh, um, what you said at that time, it was Northern Rhodesia eh? yeah. from that context. Yeah. And uh, that's set up and um, cause it's all really linked and yeah. um, there's been many, uh, it's, it's, it's uh, I think Tabo Mbeki said something along the lines of um, back then we like South Africa's struggle and South Africa's kind of um, um, like fight towards the end of apartheid was actually propelled and helped by and aided by in some ways um, mm. so many other African countries, you know. And so uh, it's always interesting to hear, as you said, an outsider's perspective yeah. on on this whole situation. And uh, I think um, when we think of Mandela or when we hear his name in the in in, in the public square, as they say, <laughs> you know, um, people. It doesn't matter your status, you know. People speak about his name. People argue for or against him these days, you know. And so the reality is, there's unemployment, record high percentages. There's um, the economic freedom that allegedly um, and quite plainly to see actually we didn't have. Yeah. Um, which uh, that's that's a hard statement to, to even as I'm saying it it's to even mention because it's like what does what does having economic freedom like really look like in a way that wow. work that that works for both citizens and businesses, you know, yeah. um, and just the economy in general. But I mean, I'm sure the EFF can tell us a lot about that. <laughs> and, um, and just the distribution of wealth, you know, and yeah. how that's unequal. I mean, it doesn't take a blind person to know that that's, um, that that's the case, you know? Um, and I mentioned all these things to say, like the state of them, now the societal ills that yes. I've just mentioned, the state yes. of them then and now are not that different. And in some ways are worse, right? Mm. And so how do we reconcile that? Like, how do we understand that for, for our times? And, and um, people who are my age um, often don't have the most excitement when, when, when um, the, what, what was his speech? Um, never, never, and never again shall it be. I always never get, I never get that accent. Eh? I've tried. I've tried. Um, yeah. So when, whenever his, his, his name is mentioned, it's always, well, I mean, what did he really do for us? Like, what, yeah. like yes, maybe cool. There's independence, there's freedom, there's all these yeah. things. And he is that symbol, but tangibly speaking. And um, when I look at my bank account, when I look at my, the state of my family, yeah. Um, my educational level, all this. What did he really do for me? Yeah. And I'm and I'm uh, twenty something. Yeah. You know, years later on, and this yeah. person apparently, according to my grandparents, yeah. You know, because they speak in high esteem of him. Yeah. He he was this person, you know, and this godlike figure. As you and, said. and the biggest thing was, of course, what he spoke about. If I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but in his speech was was the emphasis on the youth. Um, and getting 100%. good education and 100%. Um, good tertiary education. And th that was the biggest thing. And now we look at it and we're like, uh, okay, <laughs> what's happening yeah, now? Yeah. You know? Um, you, where you, is it? Yeah, where yeah, is yeah, it? You know, where is yeah. it? Um, <laughs> and it all, I mean, all of that is almost a ripple effect that has led to fees must fall. It has led to all of these things, you know? So, um, so yeah, I, I definitely, I share the same sentiment as you. It's... I'm asking the same questions, to put it that way, actually. Yeah. Um, just a reminder for uh, myself, <laughs> anyone yeah. who's forgotten, I think um, often I think maybe this can be also overlooked and missed. I think it's it's quite 
fair of us and um, proper of us to just speak about what did Mandela actually promise? Yeah. You know, what did he promise the African people? What did he promise the nation? What did he tell us to believe? Yeah. Um, or at that time, people then, you know, the youth of then, too, what did he tell them to believe, you know? Yeah. Um, and, I mean, freedom is, like, what first comes to mind, right? Yeah. Um, and it's quite interesting, interesting to me that... Um, um, this is often forgotten, you know, that he was also, like, the first to expand human rights to, like, you know, all South Africans. Like, that's a big thing, yes. you know. Um, and yes. But in the same breath, though, it's, we can, we can, it's, I, do you know how I like to look at it? It's the same thing as representation, right? Mm. Now, you have the U.S. and you have 2008 elections, right? And Obama is um, in the race. You know, this Let's guy go. from Chicago. And he's, um, who knows if he's going to win, you know? People people have a good feeling about him. Though my family stayed up, bro, watching, you know? Um, and America had representation. But what I'm trying to say is representation or getting getting a certain action or outcome over whatever situation doesn't always mean that you'll... The, then thereafter you'll enjoy you'll enjoy wow. the benefits yes. of whatever yes. was in your head you know yes. so so action a doesn't equal um, X benefit that you had in your head you know, it doesn't always happen that way yeah and so I think for me that's interesting uh, I'm not sure if I'm making sense but that's an interesting no, kind are. of like um, distinction to make here and yeah. so it's to say cool he promised freedom he gave us freedom Um but here's the here's kind of the the buzzer beater you know people are saying well if you don't give someone economic freedom, like if you don't, if I can have, you know, if I can have the freedom uh, financially mm. to influence my life in whatever way, do I mm. truly have freedom? Wow. Yes, I've got human rights. Yes, I've got all these other things. Yeah. But in order for my for my life to to flourish and to work out in the way that I'd like it to be, if I can't, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. If, if it's not, if wealth is not distributed evenly, yeah. if the tools are not given to everyone at the same yeah. level, yeah. Um, and the people who were ahead, you know, I'm not saying I disagree or agree with this, but mm. I'm just saying if everyone's not put on this kind of the same level, mm. um, then are we re, like, are we, you know, are we kind of just re-allocating um, um, what's a radius smokes and mirrors wow. or is this true freedom you know wow. and so like, speak to that like speak speak more to the sentiment of yeah. what did he promise freedom yes kind of gave us that but there's you know there's this back door yeah. and um, there's more to it so speak yeah. to that uh, I think yeah it's it's interesting like the whole concept of like freedom of course um, there, there is there is a certain amount of freedom that we are living in at the moment Um but there's other things um, that, of course, as you said, like, if I don't have X amount of, you know, control over my finances or X amount of control, um, let's just say, like, over anything in my life at the moment, yeah. um, does it really allow me to grow in that freedom that was promised? It does, doesn't really um, allow me to. So um, there is, and also, of course, um, we spoke of like the percentage of um, wealthy people in South Africa yes. that can afford um, things. Um, I, I just saw last night, I actually saw um, the new, or well, I don't know if it's new, but a Rolls Royce, um, Kalanen. It's beautiful. <laughs> I haven't seen one. Um, but the person you mean, that. You mean in the streets of Cape Town? Streets of Cape Town. Wow. Yeah. Um, and of course, like everyone was like, I've only seen that on TV. I've only seen that in a rap video. <laughs> yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because the person that walked out of that car was not was not African. So it's like, and I'm not trying to say. Um, don't get what I'm not trying to say. It's just the 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 distribution of wealth at the moment, moment in South Africa does not does not reflect the speech that was given mm. in. In um yeah ninety four I think yeah, yeah. called ninety four nineties yeah nineties yeah. let's just call the nineties yeah yeah um it does not reflect that so um it's interesting the whole concept of freedom is super interesting eh? um and the, what was promised of of that legacy um is something that I think we only we've only tapped in like a, a small percentage of there's still other there's still so much mm. that almost has not been activated and i don't know if it's because i mean rest in peace to um mandela um i also don't know if it's on him to almost activate that 
I don't know if it's on the government or is it on the ANC for to sure. activate that, you know? For sure. Because he's not here. Yeah, it's a fair point. We can't, yeah. we can't really go like, oh, Mandela this. He's not really here. So yeah, it's unfair almost. Yeah, it's yeah. almost unfair. So yeah. um, the so-called Mandela legacy, um, I would even take it as far as saying it's like it's the ANC legacy. What is that, you know? Um, we Like, yeah, there's there's that conversation that we need to start having because, yeah, let's not go too far, but, yeah. you know, yeah. there's right Jacob on. Zuma, there's all these things. There's, there's Ramaphosa now. There's Ramaphosa now. Yeah, um, yeah so I, I almost I almost am in the mindset of um, that legacy was passed on from president to president to take a hold of and actually like activate yeah. certain parts of it because yeah. we all know that one man cannot do everything on his own. For sure. But it's the it's the vision and the 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 it's it's the I think it's the vision of Nelson Mandela that inspired South Africa and it yeah. was meant to be taken yeah. on by those presidents. Um and you know like there's been good that some of them have done. Yeah. Um but I think that legacy goes on. 100%. It's almost yeah. for me. It's almost yeah. the ANC legacy yeah. as yeah, well. Hundred percent. Yeah, I would say um, I would go off and um, go out on a limb and say um, the, I was in junior school at that time. But um, Thabo Mbeki, his presidency, his era, um, had a few issues with um, um, the AIDS kind of status and um, um, illness at that stage yeah. um, with, within our country. You know, he some people kind of claim that he didn't respond appropriately. But if you look. It, if you trace it back to when our economy was flourishing the most, you know, mm. um, as I'm told, and my mom kind of consults for government and all these things, yeah. as I'm told and as I'm aware of um, our politics, I, th I think at that stage, I mean, load shedding was well on its way even when he was still president. Yeah. But um, our economy was looking on the on the rise, you know, on the up and up. And um, very shortly afterwards, it, you know, it, it just turn very sour bro <laughs> sour yeah. grapes as they say but um to kind of uh, acknowledge what you were saying i love how you just kind of just broadened the gaze of this yeah. whole conversation and you said actually well let's take a step back here and go um mandela's part of the nc you know and yeah. um the, even in the movies they there's parts of the uh, there's scenes where um and i think there's one or two if not yeah. three movies about this yeah. kind of 90s era mandela yeah. and they speak about um yeah. one person not being bigger than the party yeah, and the vision of the party and why yeah. the party was established. And yeah. I fully agree with you. I think um, it's it's one unfair and um, and making um, a, a broader kind of um, point of going, mm. well, what is the health of this party, you know? And um, yeah. I think we're seeing now, um, you know, very kind of just um, uh, tangibly that it's, it's, there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. There's, there's a lot to say. You know? yeah, yeah. And, and not to um, go there, as you yeah. said. But um, what would you say about expectation? Because I think um, there's a few questions here to kind of um, round this up and make it more tangible for us and make it more clear as we kind of distill our thoughts around it. I think we said what we want to understand is that what did Mandela actually promise fundamentally? Yeah. Um, we have spoken um, somewhat to that. I mean, and then. Um, I would like to ask you um, question A and B, which is question A would be, would you say he delivered on his promise, right? And then um, thereafter, would you say, is there a, a unfair expectation from South Africans that came from that era and from that time on Mandela and the ANC? You know, because sometimes I can expect a lot from you, you know? Yeah. If we're... Um, if we're, I don't know, if we're executing whatever task, um, let's say we're working in the same industry for the same company and um, you kind of promise to deliver A, B, and C, and I'm going, well, Jeremiah promised to deliver this. And maybe, as, if, especially if it's unmet, like kind of uncommunic, like if, if the nation doesn't speak like amongst itself, as in if people don't speak the same language yeah. around expectations, um, we can often think that we're thinking the same thing. Yeah. But actually from an expect expectation point of view, we're on we're not even on the same page, you know? And so so as I said, A, would you say he delivered on his promise? Um and B, uh just speak to expectations. You yeah. Know? As people we expect many things, different things. And um is it possible that some of our expectations were unfair? Um we were expecting Mandela to promise us I don't know the world <laughs> and yeah. um to get our economy to look like I don't know, you know, Europe's finest and all these things. So yeah. So yeah. Um I think in a way it is it I think in a way it is unfair to expect um 
to expect Mandela to have delivered on all he said. Do, do, do you get what I mean? Um, if, if I look at it this way, right, Mandela was, um, I think, over 60 when he became president. Yeah. Like, um, and he was only president for like how many years? Like, I think it was... Uh, maybe two terms at max? Two terms, yeah, yeah, yeah somewhere yeah. there. Um, and he delivered on some of the things he said um, and fully did. You know, um, but as soon as the power was taken away from him, although he was seen as this figure, he didn't have the power. You know, he was not the president of the ANC anymore. As no. you said, like one person cannot be um, the almost like the prominent figure over mm. a party or mm. the the mm. the the vision of a party. Um, so good, bro. And um, I heard one person say this to me, um, that um, an unbridled expectation is a killer of dreams. Um, and it's, I think one thing we need to get rid of as South Africans is um, we stop, we need to stop expecting things from other people and actually start like expecting something greater from us as well to start working towards those Amazing. dreams because there's been, there, there is, there is a way, like there is a way we can so get great. things done, you know? 100%, yeah. Um, like I know, like, you know, some of us are not handed the best hand when it comes to like going to um, university or stuff like that, but we can actually make it work yeah. with just a little bit more work, you know, yeah. like it looks like doing that. It looks like um, starting businesses. It looks like, it looks like a lot of things, to get closer to that dream or to that legacy that was promised by um, Mandela. I was going to say his first name, but I was going to completely stop it <laughs> up. Um, yeah. That was promised by Mandela. Yeah. Um, I think there is an unfair expectation on, um, on what he promised. Um, but I think, I also do think some of it is, is on him. I think some of it is on him. Yeah. You know, there's, there, there's some things that he should have delivered on. Yeah. Um, because if you, Going to say something, you expect it to deliver on it. Execute, 100%. Exactly, that's the the word, you expect to execute. Um, So I think we need to stop expecting, I think too much, even I think we've learned the hard way, expecting Mm. a lot from the the, the government and leaders. Yeah. Um, And we need to start working towards a better South Africa ourselves. Um, Or let me say, we need to start working together towards the promised South Africa together. Um, so yeah, that's what I have to say. Bro, so good. Um, I can't stop listening. <laughs> I think um, I think visionaries and people who lead and people who uh, call people to something greater or something different to a promised land for lack yeah. of a better analogy and term, sometimes you overpromise. Yes. Or sometimes it can look like yes. you're overpromising. Yes. Maybe essentially that that's not Mandela's intention. Some mm. can look like maybe the dream mm. is so big yeah. that when you're telling me this dream of yours, yeah. I'm going. I don't quite get it. Yeah. You know, like just tick two boxes for me, yeah. and I'm fine. You know. And, and so, I think and he also trying to tick a, a box of giving hope to to South Africans. So great. Um, because yeah. what he did was very unorthodox. Um, where where most South Africans were looking at spilling blood. Yeah. If I'm being honest. Yeah. And he was. Look, he was saying forgive. You know, he was saying let's work towards a better South Africa together. Yeah. So there was a lot of hope being in. Like he was trying to, yeah. So I, I don't know. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, there I was mean, a lot on him. To your point, I mean, maybe um, or maybe to um, the other side of this argument of people saying yeah. that there's no economic freedom. Maybe if he did go that route and I didn't um, uh, at least play ball with, um, what do they call it, um, third parties and international yeah. investors and yeah. all these things, maybe it looked very grim and very violent and very, yeah. you know, um, yeah. uh, what do they say? It gets worse before it gets better, you know? <laughs> yes. Maybe that was the reality. Yeah. And I think um, it's we're, we, we weren't there. We're not him. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to yeah, kind yeah. of yeah, yeah. speak uh, at length to that. But um, I enjoy your perspective of um, just having a, a broader mind and going, yeah. well, it's still that dream and that reality is still tangible. It's still yeah. very much here and now. Although, yeah. you know, such, as you said, your hand might be different, might yeah. be, you know, it might be seemingly unfair, uh, but there's a way, you know, mm. I, I like that. Maybe that's uh, also a way yeah. to look at it for us. Like, you know, the, the, the Mandela legacy, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Maybe that's the way to look at it. I, I don't know. You know, yeah, yeah. you know, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. So, um, we we're almost expecting so much in the space of twenty plus years when yeah, I don't know. 
maybe that's just the way to look at it. Hundred mm. mm. yeah, percent. Just yeah. a thought, eh? Um, I think. Um, I think if anything, it's it's really not. It's not. It's not wavy by any means to speak ill or to speak. Um, yeah. Yeah. To speak just in an unkind way of someone who's no longer alive, as, yeah. as we said. Yeah. And I think um, one thing I admire and enjoy about Mandela was his um, just tolerance. You know, he had this thing of, yes. of tolerating um, just words, indictments, um, uh, whatever, tabloids, news news headlines that were very unfair to him. Yeah. Um, and, um, I mean, he, like, I can't even imagine what he went through, you know, and everyone else, you know, because, I mean, and that's the other thing. People always say, Oh, Mandela, Mandela, and Mandela. What happened to all the other leaders and all yes. the other people played a significant role at that yes. time? You know, yes, um, that's true. And uh, that's people, yeah, people in a, in a, in an interesting way, almost like kind of feel away about that. Yes. They feel away that like he's the he's like kind of like he's the guy. Yeah. Um, and wow. yeah, what would you say to that? Wow. I mean, because because in my head, it's it when people speak of Mandela, it's not to the detriment of anyone else. Mm. But I do understand the argument of like, well, he wasn't the only person there. He wasn't the only person like. Whether it was like bombing schools or he was yeah, he like wasn't. speaking to um, he wasn't the only person who got arrested, eh? Yeah, exactly. He wasn't um, the only person who spent twenty seven years in prison away from family. Yeah, and, yeah, hundred percent. He wasn't. Um, I think I think that's an interesting conversation. I think um, I think it's definitely something for everyone to like almost like process and think about. Um, because yes, he was the 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 um the loudest person. Because he was very vocal about everything, um, but there were other people that were that were there with him, and almost at the same level, you know. Um, and when you, when you think of it, it was it it was the ANC that got arrested. <laughs> it was the ANC that yeah. got arrested? It wasn't yeah. him. Yeah, it was the ANC. He just happened to be the the the, the bigger public figure. You know, um, and of course, yeah, the visionary, the, the a, a lot of things, the leader, you know, 100%. Um, yeah. he just happened to be that. Um, but an organization is, um, is made up of a lot of different people, a lot of different, um, legs, arms and the feet and, you know, it's made up of a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. um, I don't know. I don't have much to say about that, but, yeah. um, feel like I'm going all around. Yeah, no, no, but for sure. I think we do need to like think about the other people that were there and some of which are still alive. I think. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, some of which um, are still alive. 100%. Um so yeah, it's interesting. And, and you know is does is the Mandela legacy really the Mandela legacy or is it something that was discussed around the round table? I don't know. I don't know. So I'm come just, again, sorry. Is the Mandela legacy is it because of course we heard it from Mandela, right? Yeah. But is it really? Is it? Is it just the Mandela legacy, or is it all the people that were that were with Mandela's legacy, or all those people's legacies? Is it? Yeah. I mean, we've enough. already spoken yeah, about it. It's, it's the. Enough, it's, yeah, is it? Yeah. Is it actually the ANC's legacy? Yeah. Because he. Yeah. He was the leader, yeah. but you, we all know we've we watched so many we, we watched so many movies of um, how leaders have like their trusted counsel, you know. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Talk. and documentaries. With, yeah, and, stuff. and documentaries. And I, stuff, I mean, yeah. there's I don't know, there's just, a few meetings uh, um, allegedly that he had alone with international investors, you know, wow. and he didn't have with um, the people who he yeah. fought with. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, and as I'm saying, but yeah. he was the only one that actually like was came out of prison sooner, though, right? I can't speak to that. Okay. Yeah, that that's one that's one department yeah. that I'm not really know. sure. I don't know if I'm um, watching too many movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, so, assuming let's let's um, let's come back to um, the one place of assuming that Mandela didn't really um, deliver on his promise. Um, where does that leave us as a society? You know, where are we? Um, speak to that a bit before we. Um, Close this off. So repeat that again. So um, assuming he didn't deliver, where does that leave us as a society? How can we be more solution-based as a younger generation? You know, where does that leave us if he didn't deliver on his indictments? I mean, sorry, what am I saying? On his um, promises. Yeah. um, What does that mean for us now? You know, Um, you kind of spoke to it in a sense of we're still away. uh, You know, we we can move forward. Yeah. Um, But assuming that people go, 
they come to the conclusion of, okay, Mandela is this person, gave us freedom, but didn't quite really give us freedom. And so what is the, what should be the outlook? And uh, what does this mean for um, someone our age even? Um, in terms of perspective, in terms of moving forward, and I think the key word is just being solution-based because we could speak about this until the sun comes down and, yeah. and there's no solution yeah. um, perspective on it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's um, having the ability to, to be inspired every day um, by... By by Mandela himself, um, and because here's the thing about great leaders like Mandela, right? Um, and leaders that that um, that were very vocal like him, he had he had so many like um, almost quotes that that would like get you on your feet and be like, wow, I want to do this. Um, but of course, as South Africans, yeah. I'm, and I know like in the US, people uh, speak so highly of them, but the, the the difference is they're actually not in in South Africa living the legacy yeah. of Mandela. The thing is, Great we are point. here Amazing. living the legacy yeah. of, of of Mandela. Um, and I think for us as younger people is to is to be inspired every day to make South Africa a great nation mm. and not and not live in the in the legacy of yesterday but live in the hopes of tomorrow and know that tomorrow is only is only tomorrow is only inspired by me what i'm yeah. what, what, what i'm what i'm inspired by today yeah what you make it yeah. exactly what mm. you make it today mm. um is what you're going to see tomorrow um and i think most of us always look it's i think it's good to look back i think it's good to remember history um but i don't think it's good to live in the past I think it's good to move forward. It's to take that step and be like, okay, cool. I understand there is there is an emotional thing to it, of course, yeah. as South Africans. Yeah. Um, but I also do think um, practically moving mm. forward mm. is is is. I think it's something that actually really does make great leaders, though, because um, you see it with Mandela as well. He yeah. had to practically move forward. Yeah. I don't think yeah. it was easy for him. Yeah to to do the most bizarre thing in the world. I don't think it was easy for him to say, okay, cool. And the whole world was watching it. You know, exactly. The whole world was watching bro. In yeah. anticipation of yeah, like, yeah. what is going to happen now? Yeah. yeah. Yo, because yeah. everyone was like, Ooh, war is happening. It's, it's interesting that South Africa you know? is often at different times, in different moments, like key cultural moments globally. Yes. It's almost like a case study yeah. on certain things. Yeah. Certain ideas around democracy, yeah. around freedom, yeah. around... Um, um, resiliency as a, as a wow. as a society as yeah. a country, you know, um, and anyways, that's that's all. <laughs> you know, I think I think yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think yeah. I think that that is something to also look on and be like, wow, I know South Africa is not where it needs to be, um, and uh, we all know we're not where we need to be at the moment. Yeah, for sure. Um, looking at everything economically, um, there's, we're not there, but we could actually work towards there. Yeah. And I think most of us really do dwell in the past and like soap around, soak around and be like, oh, you know, this, we should have had this, we should have had this, should have had this. That's amazing. But yeah. um, what are you working towards what you can have? Yeah, for sure. You know, um, it's, it's just that, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think and, and, and I think um, what, what I love that. about this conversation for us, um, just as friends, is that yeah. like everyone can often get um, sucked into, uh, we mentioned it earlier, you know, um, hmm. Um, the metaverses and yes. the socials of the world and you yes. find yourself fighting a battle that's very much lived in the States <laughs> yes. by a certain group of people, you know, yeah. um, or, you know, um, did Russia really influence, <laughs> you yeah. know, um, um, Hillary's election and campaign and all these things. And it's like, well, we, we don't live there, you know, as much as we are lending an eye. And I think it's, uh, I'd love us to even speak about at some point, um, just yeah. African politics yeah. um, at length. That would actually be amazing, um, yeah. And... Uh, I think this conversation is key because it's it, it's not how can I say it's not unfounded it's not mm. um, impossible to encounter people who really um, fall on opposite ends of this conversation you know yeah. which is very um, sad in some ways but also yeah. it makes sense when you look around right it, yeah. it's not like it's coming from nowhere mm. um, I think uh, to as I said to close this off Jeremiah would you personally say like as as you think um, about this at length would you say his legacy still resonates today with our society for the greater part um, and the rest of the world. Yes. Okay.
Okay. Easy answer. Well, you hit it here. Yes. <laughs> yes. Said, yeah, I mean, yeah, 100%. I agree with you. And um, yeah. I think even uh, in a way, I don't want to be, there's this, uh, in African culture, you always want to, they say charity begins at home. Yeah. Right? Um, and you always want to honor um, the yeah. leaders at home first before yeah. outsiders do. And it kind of feels like at, at, this, at this kind of um as, po- as politicians say, at, at, at this juncture, <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at this kind of moment, yeah. <laughs> you always feel like it's it's the opposite. The, the 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 greater world is is appreciating him, you know, and still giving him his, his flowers, you know, um, more so than his own people. Wow. Which is um yeah, which is uh, it's, true, it's a hard eh? one. It's a hard yeah, so it's a hard true. one to kind of that live with. So but um, yeah. yeah, I think yeah, bro, I think this conversation really it um. It sparks more um, conversations among your your um, kind of circle, my yeah. circle. Yeah, it really uh, does. Our friends even. Really and uh, I enjoy that we, we, yeah. we, we spoke about this. And um, I think let's get to our final thoughts and yeah, take it yeah. from there. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's definitely a great conversation to, um, to have um, because it's definitely something that is circling around in everyone's um, brain and um, especially in South Africa. Um, there's, there's, yeah, there's so many conversations I've had in and out of like, um, I mean, coffee, coffee places in and out of like, um, meeting someone at the mall and it's a conversation like we've touched on a little bit, um, but not fully like, um, you know, chatted about. And, um, I, I hope, I hope this really does, um, like help you wherever you are at the moment. Um, just process, um, uh, this, um, so-called Mandela legacy, um, a bit more. And, um, yeah. 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 Mandela slash ANC legacy. I love how you just continually throughout (laughs) this whole conversation, you just made the whole kind of scope and perspective of so much bigger, uh, which, uh, which I thought was pretty key. Um, yeah, man, I think, um, as you said it, you know, tomorrow is, is there for us to only go and influence and make it better. And, um, and I think, um, really, <laughs> maybe we can have this as as our really our final thought. Yeah. Um, just speak to the idea of visionaries and leaders having such a big vision and having such a like wanting the best. And as you said, your words were giving hope to a people. Yeah. Um, that there's this almost like a blurred line between that vision being an imagination or it becoming a well, reality. You know. Yeah. Because um, I think if there's one thing Mandela gave us as a, as a model is to actually dreams need to be actualized yes. and realized, right? Yeah. By what? By actions, by sacrifices yeah. and by um, having tolerance and having yeah. this kind of fundamental love for um, that nation or for that thing, yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah. And so where does sacrifice kind of intersect with um, realizing a, a, a dream, a vision and, um, how do we then, you know, how does it, how do we make it tangible so that it's not just a, uh, um, it's not DreamWorks, you know, it's not just a movie at the end of the day, you know, so how, how do we bridge that gap? Wow. Interesting question. Um, very, very good question. <laughs> um, I think what you said there is very key. Like Mandela really did help us with that. Um, and I think, I think in a way, definitely like leaders are visionaries. They're people that see the future, um, people that, that almost, I think when I say see the future is imagine yes. what could be, Yes, you know, um, almost as if it sounds crazy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I've realized in, in, in my life, um, with, with the little bit of leadership I've been given is, um, being able to deliberate in a way, like have, have the ability to, to, um, to think so hard, like go yeah. big and like yeah. have this amazing like vision future. This is what it's going to look like. But what I mean by deliberate is like bring it all together and be like, well, okay, cool. What is possible now? I've got this vision, but what is possible yes. now? Yes. What steps can I make yeah. now yeah. to, um, to, to, to get closer to that vision? Um, and what you have to realize is that, um, and I think this is one thing Mandela, Mandela knew very well is that, I think he knew that people were not going to see what he was seeing just yet. Um, and sure. that might be even now, maybe he knew that in 20 years time, whatever he said is not going to be, um, almost like it's not, it's not yeah. going to be seen yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I don't know, I'm just, yeah. I'm just spitballing. Yeah, I have yeah. no idea. No. Um, but what I do know about like, um, vision is that you need to, 
I think you need to have like almost like a step by step, um, almost strategy to getting there. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. Um, I think it's, it's, I think leaders, and I think for, for someone that is out there that is maybe, um, not, I think uh, this is what I think. I think everyone's a leader. I think everyone in their own aspect yeah, is I a love leader, that right? Hundred percent. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, um, I think everyone has the ability to to influence anyone. Um, you do get leaders though, like a Mandela, who can influence the world mm. um, with with one word, with whatever he says. Yeah. Um, um, same thing with Obama. He yeah. could do that. Human race, um, man. It's, exactly. it's not even a nation. It's just a human exactly. race. Exactly. Yeah. They, they yeah. can influence, you yeah. know. Um, and where am I going with this thought? Um, I think, oh, yeah. So for us as the, the, the people that are being influenced, it's good for us to almost take a step back and not almost put our all in that, in that vision that someone has put on us. And that's where I was saying everyone's got the ability to lead because you've got the ability to lead yourself. In that vision that that person has given you, um, and what it, you've got the ability to 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 give much thought of, like, okay, cool, this is what Mandela said, this is this is what Obama said, <laughs> this is what LeBron yeah. James said, yeah. Um, yeah. But this See, is actually Kulisi what it, exactly, yeah, but yeah. this is actually what yeah. is possible for me at the moment. Mm. Um, and I think it's good to 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 realize that even so while, like while we're being led, we can lead ourselves in that. Bro, yeah. so good, so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I I feel like I've I mean we've had these conversations many times off air. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I've learned so much from you on air just I've, just talking about it and um, yeah, and I learned yeah. a lot from you too. Yeah, man. I think um yeah. I think yeah it is a challenge to lead people. Maybe sometimes they don't see the vision. Yeah, uh, as I said, it can sometimes sound crazy. You know, you think mm. of the Malcolm X's of the world. You think yes. of the civil rights movement and yeah, and then just so many examples we can pull from yeah. many places. Yeah, and, um, so many. Wow. And yeah. um yeah, I mean our problems are many. Mm. But um, they're ours yeah. And um, they're ours to take to Yeah And um, yeah bro Thanks for the conversation Cool cool Yeah it's and, been good um, It's been good Yeah thank you for listening as well yeah. If you're listening and you're going Well how do I even have a framework For this conversation How do I influence my country How do I You know um, uh, there's, there's a mass exodus You know People yeah. are moving to All sorts of places And yeah. um, the grass is greener Not on the other side But where we water it You know Yeah wow And, um, and wow. Uh, Let's yeah, go I think, um, yes. I think um, that's, that's, that's just where we are, you know. That's so good. And um, the realizing that truth is yeah. only bringing us freedom. Yes. And, um, yeah. And, yeah. and thank you for listening. Once again, this is Cultivating Culture. Yes. This is a place where we have the quintessential podcast yes. and conversations. Yes.